0: Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Thanks for joining me again on Facebook Live. I want to thank my friend Steve Califer, Flemington Car and Truck Country. He has sponsored this Ask Me Anything, and he continues to be a great friend, not only to this station, uh, but to me and to business entrepreneurs across New Jersey running one of the best companies out there. So thank you, Steve, and thank you to all the great staff at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Um, So, we, were, we started this morning, a couple things came up. Number one, I think it's very, very important to make sure that you separate out what's happening with law enforcement and understand that as horrific, as horrific as the death of George Floyd was, It does not apply to all law enforcement, not even close. So I'm sick and tired of all the politicians trying to grab a headline out of George Floyd's death. Enough. Enough already. Justice will be served. Put down the protest signs. Relax. Dial it back. No, we're not going to defund the police. It's just patently ridiculous. All right. uh, Olivia Gruber has a question. When do I expect the state to be open? Boy, that's a good question, huh, Olivia? I'll tell you this. The state is going to open when you decide it has to be opened. When you put the mask down while you're in the shop, right, and say enough of this, I'm tired of this, I'm taking it off. When you decide not to send your kids to a camp that's going to require them to act like robots with a mask on and, and social distance in 90-degree weather, the state's going to open when businesses just decide to start opening and it's already happening. There are companies across this state that are just saying, you know what? I'm just going to open because as that one diner at the Jersey Shore said, it's either we open now or we never open again. And a lot of small businesses are in that situation. As far as the governor, I have been saying this for months now. The state Republicans should have sued a lot sooner than they did. The fact that they did sue, it will get into court and let's hope we get some relief and they strike down the emergency order that had been extended, I think now through June 30th. Um, Steve Safka, is there any good reason why Murphy refuses to provide Senate President Sweeney with the data on COVID. Um, Steve, don't buy into Sweeney's garbage line about not having data. It doesn't matter what data the governor's using, it's totally irrelevant. The only reason Sweeney is doing that, and he said this to Eric Scott uh, when he came in for the roundtable or when he called in for the roundtable. He's trying to box the governor and make the governor look stupid. The governor already looks stupid. The truth is Steve Sweeney should have been in line with businesses, with the unions and sued the governor to reopen the state. Steve Sweeney should have manned up and stood up and actually acted as a leader. But instead, he's a coward. He is afraid of the governor and he's just playing politics. So honestly, don't worry about the nuances. Here's the evidence you need. All the other states are opening up. There's been no spike in infections, no spike in disease. And don't let them lie to you just because Florida had 1,200 cases positive on Saturday. That's only because they tested 33,000 people on Friday and 33,000 people on Saturday. That's why. As a percentage of, of positive cases, that number is dropping precipitously. So this thing is over. It doesn't matter what they're looking at. It doesn't matter. It's time to reopen the state and move forward. Timothy Robert, when are you running for governor? Well, it's a great question, Timothy. Uh, I get this uh, conversation comes up a lot as to whether or not I should get into a race for for governor. Whether or not that's the best use of my uh, time. I'll be honest with you. You know, I have no plans to run for governor. And my thought is this: that we have well over a million people that are tuning into this show and listening. And I think the important role that I play right now is to communicate with all of you to get you the facts out there. We still have too many New Jerseyans thinking that the mask is helping them. We still have too many New Jerseyans that are afraid of the second wave of COVID, that are literally afraid to have their seven, eight-year-old kid go outside. It, it's it's really bad, and I want to fix it. I want to fix it. So you tell me, is the best way for me to fix it to stay on the air? Is the best way for me to fix it to run for office? I don't know. I'd love to hear from you over the course of the next couple of weeks because this is all driven by how many of you want to join me in fixing New Jersey. Ryan Irwin, will Governor Murphy be punished for everything he did wrong? Uh, I I think that uh, parts of the governor's administration should be criminally charged. I think Judy Persicelli should have criminal charges brought against her. And I don't say that lightly, but 6,000 people died behind the walls in the nursing home. And Governor Murphy, Gurbir Graywall, and Judy Persicelli acted proactively Literally on March 29th, a letter from the health commissioner, Judy Persichelli saying they at nursing homes, that is in long-term care facilities, had to accept COVID positive patients in. I mean, that's it. You literally put one of the most rapidly transmitted infections, viruses that we've seen in, in dozens of years, and they put people with it in with literally the most vulnerable people in our society. It's, it's actually unconscionable what they did. Yeah, there ought to be criminal charges. Jennifer Simone, do you think he is taking so long to open everything fully because he wanted more federal funding? Yes. Jennifer, no question about it. I think it's two sides. One, let's wait because the economic devastation will allow him to beg for more money. But two, the higher the patient count, the higher the death toll, the more money he can beg for as he cries victim. Darlene Williams-Buffard How will voting be fair with mail-in ballots? Getting nervous. Um, Yeah, I'm getting nervous too. Let me say this. I have voted by mail the last couple of elections. I haven't had a problem, but I will tell you, there was one election cycle where we literally got six, six sample ballots mailed to my house for a couple of people who had lived there 10 years ago. So... It was a little disconcerting, and I do have concerns about mail-in voting, mainly because you and I don't control that process. Who controls that process? Who gets to count all those votes? How does that exactly work? Let me be very clear. There is no reason for mail-in only. It is time for us to socialize. And again, I'll say it. I'll say it. I've been saying it every day. South Carolina, parts of Virginia, North Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Texas, even now parts of California, Wisconsin, Michigan all opening. Pennsylvania, you can drive 20 minutes across the border or an hour across, depending on where you live, and go have a a meal, go have a drink at a bar. So the idea that social distancing did anything to stop the spread of COVID, we don't know. You can't prove a negative. But according to St. Barnabas, head of emergency medicine, Dr. Daniel Murphy, this is St. Barnabas in the Bronx, hardest hit area in the world, He said, I doubt very much that social distancing had anything to do with the slow uh, stopping the spread because we had no social distancing going on in the Bronx, yet the disease changed course and slowed and stopped. And literally at five o'clock on April 7th in the Bronx, discharges, transfers, and deaths outweighed the number of new admissions. So the curve flipped in one day. Tony Rodriguez, hey Bill, what about tattoo shops? You want a tattoo shop? Uh, you should protest, Tony, and you ought to just protest and open. I mean, I, get a lawyer. Don't do anything without a lawyer. But the bottom line is, there is no reason. I mean, look, I'm anti-mask. The mask, I believe. From everything I've read, from medical docs, etc., not intended for the general public, no matter what the CDC tries to sell you on. Even Dr. Fauci said it six weeks ago on on CBS's uh, 60 Minutes, said wearing the mask is not doing anybody any good. You're not protecting anybody. You're certainly not protecting yourself. And there could be adverse health effects. Okay, that said, the... The truth is, if the government is allowing certain places to open, saying you have to wear a mask, why is a tattoo parlor not included in hair salons or nail salons? It doesn't make sense. I think a lot of tattoo shops, you know your customers. My guess is a lot of customers in a tattoo parlor are personal friends. You know who they are. They're repeat customers. I'm going to just say this. I think a lot of tattoo parlors are going to be open by this weekend, no matter what. Trish Marie Charlton Lee. It's a great name, Trish Marie. We should all stop paying taxes. You know, people say that, Trish. Listen, it's never going to happen, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm not in favor of having a tax revolt in this state. We do need to pay our cops and our firefighters. We do actually need the roads to be fixed. We do need our trash to be collected. There are things that we need. It's not about not paying taxes. It's about not following along with the groupthink herd mentality that is based on falsehoods and non-information. There's no science that backs up and says the mask is going to help you protect someone else from a disease there's no science that tells us that that if we get together as a group right now we're all of a sudden going to spread infection there's no science behind that how do i know that well because we have evidence for a month now in other states that have been open because we have evidence over the past two weeks of protests with george floyd We just know it. We know that people are flying on on planes right now and they're taking the masks off and they're in close quarters. We know all these things. Don't let the propaganda and the fear drive you away from critical thinking. Facts are still facts. Brandy May, what about tanning salons? Same category. Yeah, I, I mean, my guess is a lot of tanning salons are in the same boat as the tattoo parlors. Of course they should be open. And my advice to you, call your lawyer and open call your lawyer and open. That's what's happening in a lot of places. There is no way it's going to hold up in court that the owner, Jennifer Rogers, of the Randolph Tennis Club is going to end up paying a fine or even potentially going to jail when a day later the governor did exactly the same thing, having a rally. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Timothy Robert, do you think the state should file for bankruptcy? Yes, of course I do. Listen, Timothy, here's the thing about the state going bankrupt. They're trying to make, the the, the Democrats in the legislature are trying to make that like that's an emotional issue. No, it's not. We have $110 billion in unfunded future liabilities. We are already bankrupt. We just don't want to admit it. We've got to go bankrupt so we can use that to restructure our pension debt. There's no other way. And I'll tell you this, if I were governor, that would be one of the first things that I would look to do. Go through every legal means possible to restructure that pension debt so that you can make cops, firefighters teachers and government workers quite honestly make them whole tara bruner why are graduations still not allowed well Tara, again, it's based on fear and nonsense. Uh, The idea that we could have 2,000 people on Nassau Street in Princeton marching for social justice and you can't have 1,000 kids and their parents sitting in a graduation is patently absurd. Of course it is. But look, again, I, I think it's one of those things where you've got to make those decisions. I'd like to see pockets of students around this state do it anyway. It's time to fight back in a very real and demonstrative way. The idea that Governor Murphy said that it was too important to keep people home to go out and protest on on in honor of George Floyd for social justice. I say it's too important for your business not to reopen immediately. It is too important that you have to put food on your table. It is too important that you have a right under our Constitution to get out, go to church, socialize, have your free speech not limited by arbitrary government and unfair government. These are the ideas that are too important that we need to focus on. So it is time for new jersey to open up now i don't want to steer in the wrong direction call your lawyer first call your lawyer and then open those doors it's time it's time to come back and we're getting there all right Thanks for joining me today. Uh, A couple things. One, my uh, podcast, which is a speaking recovery with my friends at Relevance Behavioral Health is going to be June 19th. So that'll be uh, next Friday, not this Friday. And uh, I want to thank again, my friend, Steve Califer, who owns the Somerset Patriots and Flemington car and truck country. One of the best businesses in New Jersey. I want to thank him for sponsoring this time so that we can have these honest and frank conversations. I appreciate all of you as well. Thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. Remember, follow me on LinkedIn, linkedin.com. Just look me up, Bill Spadia, and uh, see all my latest posts and go to my website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. And I'll see you tomorrow morning on the radio, 6am.